that time again. Welcome in to another episode of the Marston Psych Sports Podcast featuring Yage. And I am here, Marst, and we have Site, we have Yage. Everybody's here, the gang is all together. How are we doing, guys? You know, we are living life the best we can right now. Mm. Relatable. It's like that Kanye song says, love on lockdown. Mm. You know... Y'all think Kanye's going to drop Donda soon? Probably never. (laughs) Uh, The most recent thing I've seen about Donda is possibly 827, but I don't know if I believe that. I I have a theory that it's completely silent in that stadium. Mm. And that people are just, he's telling them just to make it up. (laughs) I think... We're going to see a re-release of Jesus is King before Donda comes out. I think that's what we're going to see. Yeah, then maybe. <laughs> Kanye's worst work. Gosh. Oh, man. Well, we aren't here to talk about music. This isn't a music podcast. If you want that, go across the hall. Uh, this is a sports podcast, and so we are talking sports, and the NFL is coming up. We have a fantasy league for this sports podcast, and there is a space for you, as I'm saying this right now, but it's first come, first serve, so long, so log on as quick as you can. DM us uh, for the link if you want to be part of the Martian Side Sports Podcast fantasy shout out league. To, shout out to Garrett Laser, though, for joining the league already. Garrett Laser. Garrett Laser, we love you. Garrett, if you are out there listening right now, which I assume that you probably are, please tweet us uh, at MarshSiteYH on Twitter uh, just so that we can give you the thanks that you deserve. Major laser. Major laser. But, like I said, starting a fantasy league, we wanted to go ahead and do a little fantasy mock draft tonight. And so, Josiah, I'm going to pass this over to you and you can kind of guide us into how this is going to work. Yeah, so we are using Fantasy Pros. Uh, They have a mock draft lobby that you can create on their website. Yes. Because we are Fantasy Pros. Because we are are Fantasy Pros out here. Uh, So what we've done is I've created a lobby. I've invited Marston Sype. It's going to be, we're doing a mock draft. We're using the PPR format. Uh, We're going to have 90 seconds per pick if we need it. Rosters are set up how we're going to have it. Uh, quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, a flex, a defense, a kicker, and six bench spots. Uh, and so I'm sure we all have different draft strategies. I'm not sure what you guys are thinking, uh, but I've run a few mocks myself, uh, not to flex or anything. But uh, So I kind of have a little bit of a strategy going into this. Uh, do you guys kind of have any idea of how you're going to approach this, how you want to build your team, uh, what route you want to go? Jameis Winston, and just build around him, <laughs> you know, honestly. I think, you know, I'm going to draft a, uh, a kicker the first, uh, first round. I think that's the plan. Isn't that that's kind of what strategy? I figured. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I figured that we were going to go with. Uh, so, and I uh, just want to clarify yes. real quick. Go ahead. This is not the draft for the Fantasy League. This is a mock draft that we're doing right now. So the picks that we have now, don't get too locked into them. If you're listening, they might still be available in our Fantasy Draft. But you've got to log on now and send us a DM so that we can get you that link. 
Guilty as charged. Yes, uh, this is a mock draft. It doesn't count. It's just three of us. Uh, seven CPU slots. The order is going to be randomized as soon as I click start draft. Uh, start draft. Oh, there it is. Wow. And let's see where our picks are. Uh, so Ben is picking fourth. Mars is mm. picking eighth. And I am picking tenth. Oh, right. Joe, that's that can be a blessing or a curse. That can be a blessing so or a we're curse. We're going to see what the CPU does for these first. Uh, I'm picking first fifth, not rounds. fourth. I am picking picks. fifth, not fourth. All right, there we go. Wow, that was quick. So we have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry going off. Ugh. Ben, you are picking at five. You know, I was really hoping to pick Derrick Henry. Um, I am going to go with... Oh, I hate being first. Um, <laughs> well, you weren't first because you would have gotten Christian McCaffrey if you were. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go... You know, it's it's the number one recommended, but I, I genuinely think he's going to have a tremendous season. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. All right. Next we have Saquon and Zeke going, and now Mars is on the board. All right. Well, I was thinking that I was going to try to take Zeke there um, because of uh, Dak's injury status still being kind of up in the air. I figured they'd hand it off to him a lot this season. But... Since that's gone, um, I think I'm going to go to a guy who has a tremendous amount of uh, points every every week. I got to take QB in the first round. I'm going Pat Mahomes. Wow! All right. Um, so Jonathan Taylor goes, uh, and this is say what you will. I think that he is one of the best PPR running backs out there. Uh, he's in a great offense that gives him the ability. Uh, he's He missed a little bit of time last year with injury, uh, but his first week back, he, he had 11 receptions. I'm going with Austin Eckler with my first pick, and since I've got back-to-back -back okay. picks, uh, it's really difficult to because there are so many good options here. Um, if you're picking back-to-back -back in your league uh, at that 10 spot or at that 8 spot, whatever it may be, how many people you have in your league, uh, it's a blessing and a curse because I'm not going to get to pick for a while after this, but um, I'm going to have positional advantages. Uh, and one of the biggest positional advantages in fantasy football this year is Travis Kelsey. You Absolutely. cannot beat having a yeah. tight end like Travis Kelsey yeah. Uh, and so with that, uh, Tyreek Hill is off the board next, and we have Mars picking now. Did you all know, gonna... interesting thing, by the way, uh, Travis Kelsey has now come out and said that his name is actually pronounced Travis Kels. Travis Kels, yes. Yeah, I saw so that. Uh, why he waited yeah. all these years in the league before he actually corrected <laughs> someone on his own name, I have no idea, but there you go. Mm. 
So I'm going to pick a guy with my pick um, who I don't like this team uh, for a lot of reasons. I think that they are vastly overrated, but he will get a lot of carries this year, and I need to shore up my running back spot while there's still some on the board. I'm taking Nick Chubb. Mm. All right. We see Aaron Jones and Stephon Diggs go. Now Sykes is on the clock. Uh, I am not a big fan of a lot of the guys at running back, um, but uh, I'm going to pick who I th- have pegged as this year's biggest surprise in the rookie class, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and take Najee Harris. There, whoa, oh. there it is. Okay. That's a phenomenal pick in my opinion. We okay. see a lot of talent flying off the board. Of the Pittsburgh wow. Steelers. All right, yeah. So the the Steelers love incorporating running backs. I think Najee Harris, it wouldn't surprise me if he was uh, top five in carries this season. So yeah. I think that's and, a phenomenal pick. And they're going to try to protect Roethlisberger's arm as much as they can because he ran out of gas last season. And I, I, yeah. I genuinely think Najee Harris um, is probably better than all the running backs that were left on the board too. Mm. That's fair. Well, there was Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but you know, it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> All right, so after Najee Harris went uh, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, uh, Antonio Gibson, Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and AJ Brown. Now you are back on the clock. I am Sorry. back on the clock, and you know what? Even if. It's a little early, and even if I may look like an idiot doing it, I see that Travis Kelsey is off the board, so I've got to maybe take another one who's close to, maybe not that level, but also creating a gap, so I'm going to go with Darren Waller. Mm. Let me see Keenan Allen off the board, Marsher on the clock. George Kittle's also went off the board. George Kittle. And see, Kittle was the guy that I was about to pick up. But I'm Mm. actually, I'm okay with this. Um, I'm okay with this because I want to fill in some wide receiver spots. And the way that I see it, uh, there's, I mean, there are some picks available to me. But Allen Robinson, uh, the second Mm. out of Chicago, I think that he's a guy who... We could look at with that, uh, with Justin Fields up there, I think he's going to look for him kind of as a safety valve, and he's such a good receiver. I'm going Allen Robinson, and I'm going to see that as my first wide receiver pick off the board. We see J.K. Dobbins go, uh, and say what you will about this offense, this team, whatever, but... The guy that I'm about to pick was uh, he was on track to have a better rookie season than Justin Jefferson whenever his quarterback was healthy. Uh, and he, I think he's going to take a huge leap in year two. Uh, and I am happy with him as my wide receiver one, just taking that risk of whatever you want to call it. Uh, give me C.D. Lamb here. Mm. And then as my second running back, I am going to go with a guy that I think uh, is going to have a pretty stellar season 
uh, I don't think it's going to be a committee. I don't. I think that uh, you have an elite uh, quarterback and two elite receivers around him. Uh, you're going to have to hand off the ball occasionally, and he's shown that he's talented. Give me Chris Carson here as my running back two, RB two. Very nice, very nice. I see Josh Allen go, and now Mars is back on the clock. I will say about your CD Lamb, that's a, or CD Lamb uh, pick, that was an interesting uh, choice there just because, like I said earlier, with Dak being kind of banged up, unsure uh, to go for that pick. Do you have any more thoughts of why maybe you did that? Um, I think that the Dak talk is just to make league opponents more comfortable. I think that Dak okay. is going to be able to uh, come back from these things that are kind of holding him back uh, now. I think he's going to be ready by week one. I think they're holding him out of the preseason, and they wanted to give that excuse. I think that he's going to be fine. Because um, here's the thing with a lot of NFL teams, they over-exaggerate injuries so that, um, one, they over-exaggerate them to themselves so that they can be like, okay, uh, we have this injury, we need to take it as slow as possible, but also, too, so that other teams can't track them and what they're doing. So. Right, right. Okay, I, I, fair enough. Um, I can't blame you for anything. I'm actually going to go ahead and fill my tight end spot on my pick right now with Kyle Pitts, the rookie out of Florida. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and fill that spot with him. He's going to be seeing a lot of passes his, coming his way from Matt Ryan on the Falcons offense. Yeah, um, I look at my team. Uh, I like... I like what I did um, so far. Uh, I've got three slots filled. I've kind of picked all over the board. I've got a running back in Najee Harris, wide receiver in Devontae Adams, and a tight end in Darren Waller. Um, I'm going to continue to pick all over the board, and I'm going to go with my guy, my Arizona Cardinals quarterback, who I think is going to have a heck of a bounce-back season. Uh, He was hurt at the end of last season. Um, and it really affected him, and I think he's going to come at people's necks this year. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. All right, and we're seeing a lot of talent fly off the board here, uh, which always hurts to see some of the guys that you were looking at go. Uh, We have DeAndre Swift, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, and DJ Moore go. Uh, Ben, you are back on the clock. Uh, I'm looking at my team, and, uh, oh, let's see. This, see, and these are always the tough parts of the board, where mm. you've got some talent that can, that's going to bet big but, and win big, or you can just take some safe picks, and um, this is always the tough part of the draft, um, where you're just at a point where you're not quite sure who to go with um Mm. you know but i do i do think that i'm going to go with a guy who i think whose quarterback is going to win mvp this year connor cup Mm. Mm. i had thought about going towards connor cup uh but glad to see that you got him ben Did yeah, I say I think, Connor? Did yeah. I say Connor? I meant Cooper. <laughs> Is it Cooper? Sorry, yeah. my mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you get a share of that Rams offense, you got to be feeling good about it. Um, yeah. And I think that was a great pick there. 
Lamar Jackson Absolutely. and Tyler Lockett go off after that. And we have Marst on the clock. Yes, I am back on the clock, and I am going to take... Um, you know, it gets tough here because you start you start getting into these mid-rounds, later rounds, and you start seeing all this talent fly off, and you're trying to keep up with who then is still on your draft board. Um, but I think i got to take uh, T. Higgins because um, I thought about taking... Uh, Joe Burrow, kind of as a, kind of as a, under the radar pick, um, and I didn't do that. But I think T. Higgins is going to see a lot from Joe Burrow uh, in this second year with him making a return, and so I'm going to go with that pick. I like that pick. I I'm a little cautious, a little hesitant, just because they're bringing in Jamar Chase, just because of how solidified uh, Tyler Boyd has been in that offense for how long he's been a part of that offense. But also, at the same time, uh, T. Higgins looked phenomenal last year, and I think that he's going to continue that level of play this year. Uh, Now, uh, like I was saying just a second ago, uh, when you get a piece of that Rams offense, you have to be feeling good about yourself. Uh, And you hate to see it, but uh, Cam Akers, who is looking like he was going to take a phenomenal leap in year two, uh, tore his Achilles earlier this offseason. Uh, but his backup, Daryl Henderson, looked phenomenal whenever he had the lead role last year. He also dealt with injuries of his own. Um, and I think that, again, you have an elite offense led by an elite quarterback. You have to have a running back that you can rely on. Uh, so give me Daryl Henderson here as my flex. And then I am going to go ahead and cover my wide receiver, too. And... Uh, looking at, let's see, looking at receivers that are left, there's not a whole lot happening here. Um, I'm going to go with another guy going into year two. I think it's going to take a special leap no matter who his quarterback is, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo, whether it's Trey Lance, give me Brandon Ayuk. Mm. Solid pick, solid pick. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make my next pick because I am next on the board. Uh, we just saw a couple uh, – we just had another player come off the board. It was Jamar Chase mm-hmm. up there in Cincy, the rookie quarterback who has the connection with Joe Burrow. So mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting thing to see there moving forward. But I'm going to go ahead and take my guy, Hunter Henry. And he will be oh. my flex. Player on I this. don't know about that. Last one, Hunter Marst. Henry will be in the sixth round. Marst, you're taking yeah. your second tight end. <laughs> that's a, yes. that's a that's a tough pick. Oh. Not only is his, his second tight end in the sixth round, he's picking Hunter Henry. Because Hunter <laughs> Henry, mark my words, listeners, I'm getting really close to the microphone right now to say. Hunter Henry will be one of the major reasons you the took Patriots him, are back You in the took him over Mark Andrews. Year. I didn't even realize Mark Andrews was still on the board. You yeah, took him over Mark- Hawkinson. <laughs> I'm not taking Mark Andrews over Hunter Henry. Y'all sleep on Hunter Henry all you want. Ooh, Logan Thomas uh. is still on the board. <laughs> Here's the thing, Mars. You still have yet to take a second running back. You took a second tight end over you a second running back. You think I'm watching? I'm watching. <laughs> I think you made a mistake. 
Because it's going to leave me. It's going to leave me. It's your pick, Ben. I'm going to take the number one running back in Atlanta, Mike Davis. There you go. That's solid. That's a solid pick. That's a Hunter Henry type of pick right there. No! <laughs> You're listening to the Mars Insight Sports Podcast featuring Yach. All right, we lost connection for a second. I have 10 seconds to make a pick, and I'm going to panic pick uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Mad respect, mad respect. All right, Tom Bradley off the board. Mars. Jerry Judy also off the I'm board. I'm just going to say that I've reconsidered uh, about this Hunter Henry fit a little bit, <laughs> and I realized that since neither of you were going to take him and the CPUs weren't going to take him, I could have waited a little while. Yeah, you <laughs> you could have waited like till the round 10 to pick Hunter Henry. You could have waited a while to get your uh, second tight end. But you know, it's going to pay off. Because, uh, well, here's the thing. You know, the running I, I'm back... Say, <laughs> Running back is now a wasteland. It is yeah. not a wasteland. What are you talking about? You go. And more, I, I wanted to, I, I, I know I panic picked Juju Smith-Schuster, but I will say that uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back mm. year. Uh, I think he had a lot of ups and downs last year, but I think that um, he looks more focused this offseason, if that makes sense. He's acting more focused this offseason, and I think uh, I think he's going to have a better year. So I'm hoping that Juju can carry my flex position. I respect it. I respect it. And I absolutely love how this is playing out for me here. We saw Josh Jacobs go off the board. Um, I am set with three running backs already. I have two receivers, my tight end. Um, I will get some receiver depth in Robbie Anderson. And then I will go ahead and address that quarterback spot here with my next pick. Give me a dark horse for MVP, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We see Miles Gaskin go off the board. Now, Mars, you are picking. All right. So I am picking, and, you know, I just think that I need to redeem myself a little <laughs> bit from that Hunter Henry pick. Not because it was a bad pick, but because of when I took it. Uh, it wasn't the best uh, option there. A little and bit so of a reach. I am going to – it was a little bit of a reach, a little bit of a reach. Um – but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and snag my defense. Uh, and for that, hang on, my thing has just disappeared on me. There it is. For that, i got to take the Rams. I'm just going to jump ahead of everybody and take the Rams defense. They're the best defense in the league. Did Marston just draft a defense in round yes, eight? Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> and it's going to pay off. We see Kareem Hunt and Javante uh, Williams was, go off the board in between Andrew and Ben. Ben, it's your pick. I was hoping for Kareem. I was hoping for Kareem Hunt, uh, but that just that just lets me take running back one in Arizona, uh, my guy, and I really think he's gonna have just like um, just like Kyler Murray a bounce mm. back year. 
He's got another year in the offense, learning under Cliff Kingsbury. Who's the worst, uh, I worst think coach in the Chase NFL? Chase Edmonds. <laughs> worst coach in the NFL, but his system is is a little weird, and I'm hoping that Chase Edmonds. That doesn't mean the offense can't can't have talent. Fair enough. But so Chase Edmonds. So I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. That's a good pick. Okay, and next we see Pittsburgh's defense. Ah! We see Michael Thomas. We see Cortland Sutton. Tyler Boyd, Debo Samuel, Will Fuller, Devontae Smith, and James Robinson go. Ben, oh, who's your guy? Still on the board. Who was your guy That's that you were going after there? I ben? was. Who's the guy that? Made I was you? hoping to take James Robinson. Mm. I was hoping to take. He's a, he's one of the guys that I said it's bet big, win yeah. big, and I was hoping he'd fall mm. to me there. Um, dang. Okay. Uh, I am going to take. Another guy who's going to give me some depth at wide receiver. I don't have a lot of depth at my receiver position because uh, I think both Edmonds and, and Schuster I'm going to use as my flex Ooh. options. Um, I'm going to take Brandon Cooks. That's a pretty good pick with Brandon Cooks. I thought about taking him as well. Um, the quarterback situation down there isn't great, but whoever it ends up being, they're going to want to get it to Brandon Cooks as much as as much as possible. So I think that's a good pick there. Valid points there. We see DJ Chark and Antonio Brown go next. And now we're looking at Marst. All right, give me that backup quarterback. I'm going Matthew Stafford. Oh, Marst needs to... That's a good pick. Marsh, that is a good pick. A uh, little early again, but good pick. You say good it's pick. early, but if I'm getting the guys I want, then it's not early, right? You're just missing out on the <laughs> talent that's still there. Hey, um, it's the guys I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I am going to go ahead. Like you said, it's... Uh, Big risk, big reward with some of these guys that are still here. Um, I still think that he is a uh, top tier, well, not necessarily top tier, but I think that he has the potential to be a top tier running back. I still think that he is a solid NFL running back. A little worried about his legal troubles, a little worried about uh, off-the-field issues. Um, But go ahead and give me Melvin Gordon here as my fourth running back. Um, and I'm perfectly fine with having him as my fourth running back here. Now, just looking at a little more receiver depth, um, trying to see what I like. Um, I'm just going to mention real quick, sorry to interrupt, but that Melvin Gordon pick is actually a good pick too, I think because of the how much the Denver offense struggled last season. I just think that they're going to look to lean on somebody. and. Mm. You lean on your running back every game. That's got to be yeah. when you're struggling, lean on the running back. And If he yeah, can run. A lot of people are thinking that that is going to be uh, Javante Williams' backfield. Um, I, I'm i not fully sold on Javante Williams coming in year one, taking that backfield from a solidified guy like Melvin Gordon. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Next, uh, he's in a new offense, um, but he's playing alongside one of his uh, – College best friends, college roommate, actually. Uh, and they were both studs at Ohio State. Um, and I think that he's going to a system where he's kind of familiar with the coach and Ron Rivera. I think they may have had a year together. Um, give me Curtis Samuel as my wide receiver four. Um, 
And yeah. Alright. Jarvis Landry goes next. And that Marcus was actually going clock. to be my pick. So I was one pick short of getting Jarvis Landry. Um, I just I think he is I think he's better than for that team than Odo Beckham Jr. Um, I think that the and this can be an unpopular opinion or something. I don't think it's unpopular. I think that if I'm Cleveland, Baker Mayfield tried to force the ball so much to Odell Beckham Jr. You see how good he was whenever Odell went down with – I mean, it's unfortunate, but whenever he went down with injury, uh, Baker looked even better than he did whenever he had a perennial Pro Bowl, all-pro wide receiver. Um and so I think that the Browns should look to trade Odell based on name value alone um, and get some draft capital in the next few upcoming drafts. Um, so, yes, I would agree that Jarvis Landry should be wide receiver one in Cleveland. Um, and I'm sorry yeah. you missed out on him. No, I'm with, I'm with you on that one. Um, I'm going to take for my second wide receiver – or not my second, my – one of my backup wide receivers, I'm going to go ahead and jump on the Corey Davis train with the New York Jets. That's a good pick. I think. Yeah, and then we see uh, who's, go- who's gone off now. So, we'll start. And- so, I'm, I'm going to go out on a huge limb here. Um, I'm going to take a high-risk, high-reward kind of guy. Uh, it's a guy I had my eye on earlier, um, but I-, I decided to wait it out and be patient. But I'm, I'm, we're starting to get into his territory, so I'm going to take him before anything goes wrong. Uh, oh, gosh, where'd he go? I just had him. I'm going to go. It's it's a crowded running back field, but I, I'm hoping for maybe some injuries or maybe some, uh, you know, some, some trades on that team. I'm going to go with Philip mm. Lindsay. See, here's the thing about Philip Lindsay. I think that he is by far the most talented running back on that Texans roster. It's just a thing of yeah. he's on that Texans roster. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to trust in a guy like, uh, oh, what's his name, David Johnson to start off the season. But I think that Philip Lindsay is going to revert back to his. Well, yeah. and, that's, and that's why David Johnson has had some history yeah. of injuries, and so has Mark, mm. Mark Ingram. I'm hoping for some injuries, and I'm hoping Lindsey, because he could be a really, really solid option mm. at flex, um, depending on the team he plays. And, and uh, if he's running back one especially, I may start mm. him regardless. That is great take there. Um, you got Leonard Fournette, Latavius Murray, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Pittman, Marquise Brown, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton, and Mike Williams off the board. I was hoping a guy like Mike Williams would fall to me, but it's fine. It's whatever. Now we have Ben back on the clock. So, um, and look, I'm going to need somebody for Kyler Murray's bye week, and especially if he gets hurt again. Uh, I am a little nervous about injury since he is a running mm. quarterback. Um, but, I mean, I'm going to take someone who – Depending on the day, could have a similar point production in Jalen Hurts. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I've shared this take yet or not, but I think Jalen Hurts is in for a rough season this year. So mm. could be, could be, but I'm just—he's a backup hey, quarterback, and I'm going to start Kyler that's every fair. week. Um, so. All right. So the. 
There were a couple of picks taken off the board uh, in between. Damian Harris, solid, solid pick in the Tampa Bay defense. Now Mars is on the clock. Yes, and this is where it hurts uh, trying to pick the players that you want up front, and then you need some other players to fill in your bench on the backside because yep. there aren't a whole lot of options left at the backup running back spot. And that's why you don't take a tight end, your second tight end in the sixth round, Mars. But that's you know, why we do mock drafts. That's why we I do mock got drafts. The guy I want. <laughs> I, I think that. I think you need to do some mock drafts on ESPN just to see where Hunter Henry is going, so that you could are, you're able to gauge where you can you take know, Hunter that Henry. That might be fair. That might be fair. Um, <laughs> but that's why we do mock drafts now, so that whenever draft day does roll around. That uh, is. That's exactly it. You know, but I'm gonna go to a team uh, right now that doesn't that doesn't know pick. the quarterback position as bad as the pick is. <laughs> I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking oh. David Johnson with Houston because the other ones were too full uh, of passers. Marston, Marston getting that pick in in a nick of time. So me and Marston are both betting on uh, running back ones in Houston. I'm hoping that Philip Lindsay will be the RB you know one he's in, in Houston. He's hoping David it's David Johnson. So I don't have to play him all the time. Well, yeah. my guy went in between us. Uh, I was... I was hoping Ronald Jones was going to fall to me. I, I think that Ronald Jones is going to earn that backfield in uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, playoff lending was great for his stint, uh, but Ronald Jones was the running back throughout the regular season. Uh, but now I'm going to go with uh, It's. I think that this team needs to turn over uh, the spots from the veterans on their team uh, to the rookies at both positions, uh, one at quarterback and one at running back. Give me Trey Sermon here. I think Trey Sermon is a phenomenal talent, mm. and I think that he could do some great things in that San Fran offense. Uh, and now I am set. I have five running backs. I have uh, four receivers. Got my tight end, got my quarterback. I can address their backups here in a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and take a defense here. Uh, don't do it to me, Joe. I think you may be able to get the defense you want here. Give me a potential top five unit playing in the worst division in football. Give me Washington football team's defense. No! Wow, okay. Dang it! <laughs> Sorry, Sype. Is that is that? That was definitely that was definitely my pick. That was a hundred percent who I was. I on. mean, you you look at their defensive depth. I mean, my word, it's headed up by one of the scariest I men know. in the NFL. And they're so Chase Young. They're, they're so, so young. young. I think they're so young and still improving. I really think that that's going to be to me. A dark horse for the best defense Ooh. in the NFL just because of how young they are. So much pressure on the quarterback, too. I mean, my word. They have a f scary front seven. Um, and their secondary is yeah. pretty solid, too. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that being my defense here. I'm picking up uh, on my end. Logan Thomas going between uh, the Washington football team pick and mine. I'm taking Sammy Watkins. Um, as my next pick mm. 
to fill out my wide receiver depth. Uh, he's going to be a guy who, with Lamar Jackson, he's going to be looking for him a lot. So. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence Nicole and then Meeker uh, Hardman come off. You, I was really hoping that um, that defense of the Washington football team would fall to me. Uh, I'm I'm nervous about taking the Niners because I'm their offense is anemic and I'm I'm scared they're in it, they're uh, in, of how often they're in one of the best divisions in football is a thing. So they're in one of the best divisions in football and I'm scared of how tired that defense is going to be. Um, I don't really like a lot of these defenses. Uh, I guess I don't like Baltimore scares me because Matthew Judon mm. is hurt. Um. But I'm going to take Baltimore's defense. And that's still a solid pick. The only defense I would have looked at there would have been Indy, uh, just because they're also in a weak division. Um, but I, I don't think you can go wrong with Baltimore's defense. They've been a uh, fierce defense for a long time now. Uh, we see a lot of tight ends yeah. go off the board now. We see Kenyon Drake go off first. He's a... He's gonna get some touches. In uh, <laughs> last year, Why he was a fir- last year he was a first round pick. So it's fun to see him fall. Uh, but why would anyone wait till round thirteen to draft your tight ends? Just whenever, go ahead and do that. Right whenever you bat. can take two tight ends in the first six rounds. <laughs> yes, just get them. Just get it done. Oh, all right. All so right. I actually uh, I need to jump on. And get another wide receiver for my bench. Uh, oh, this right is now Ben's because... pick right now. Oh, you are right. This my is mistake. my pick right now. Uh, I think that I'm going to go with some more running back depth. I'm going to go with Hines in Indiana. Oh. Naheem Hines. He, Naheem he gobbles Hines, up targets, uh, so I think that is a good pick. We see Joe yeah. Burrow and James Conner go. Marsh, you are on the clock here. Yes, and I, like I was saying, I need to take another wide receiver because the two that I had to start uh, actually have a bye on the same week. Mm. And so i got to make sure, and that's something to watch for also as you're making these fantasy teams. You want to make sure to keep Your an eye weeks. on just the bye weeks because if you get a lot of teams, like let's say you're a Rams fan and you just load your team with Rams players, well, what are you going to do when they have their bye on uh, on the week 11? So It's also not great to get stacks. That's one thing that we haven't Very addressed true. yet. Uh, whenever you stack players, uh, a stack is whenever you, like, for example, one of the best stacks you can make is drafting Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes because you're pretty much guaranteed 50 points a week there. Um, but... Like, whenever you get down into the depths of picks, whenever, like, say, for example, you stack C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, there's only so many targets uh, that Dak is going to be able to throw. Uh, And so you want to be careful taking two Cowboys receivers because then you're dependent on both of them showing up and showing out. Whereas if you're more dependent on just uh, one of those guys, um, you're not going to be burned if both of them don't show up. Some... (laughs) My guy that I wanted, uh, he got drafted, uh, Robert Tanyan. That would have just been an ideal circumstance, having him as my backup tight end uh, to Travis Kelsey, because I think that uh, he's going to get peppered with targets. Uh, with He has good connection with 
Aaron Rodgers. But give me a guy that I think is going to take a big leap this season. Uh, I keep on saying that, but I, I truly believe this. I think that Irv Smith Jr. is going to be something special in Minnesota because you got to have a tight end, and they just lost Kyle Rudolph to the Giants. So that's where I'm at. And now I can go ahead and address my backup quarterback situation. I have Ryan Tannehill as my starting quarterback right now. Um, and let me scroll through and see here who all's available. Yeah, it's kind of getting to the point where it's a wasteland here all around. So just give me someone because I'm going all in on believing that uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to be a stud this season. Give me a guy that I think could break out, but I'm not necessarily putting all my chips in on. Give me Tua as my backup quarterback. Mm. There you mm-hmm. go. I think that's a fair move right there. Well, I've got a... Justin Tucker, the first kicker off there the There it is. Well, I've got to go ahead and scoop up another uh, another defense for my backup defense side of it. Um, and so on that end, I'm going to go for the Buffalo Bills defense. That's my pick. Interesting. All right. Two defenses for Marst. Um, so Marst has the Rams defense and the Bills defense. It's a choice. You know? <laughs> Might as well. You got a problem with it? You got a problem um, with it? No, I'm just... I'm going to go with one of the best stories in the NFL um, and uh, one of the best names Ah. in the NFL. Uh, I want to make sure I get my guy here, so I'm going to go with Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo. It's a good thing you took him now because he could have been gone in the sixth round with the way that I'm going. So many kickers are going off the board here that I had my eyes on. We got... All right, so Baker went next, oh, and then the Indy defense, San Fran's defense, Jason Sanders, Cleveland's defense, which is a defense that I thought about taking, but I'm I'm glad that I got Washington's defense. Tyler Bass, Ryan Suckup, Mason Crosby, Ben Sykes. Please take the meme. It's you. Oh, wait, it's my pick. It's not your pick. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so I need – I do still need some tight end depth. Um Maybe somebody that I could possibly use as a flex in an emergency situation. Um, I think I like Evan Ingram here. He made the Pro Bowl. Hold on, let me make sure. (laughs) He did make the Pro Bowl last year. I think he could have another good season. Uh, Yeah, I'll go with Evan Ingram. No! Uh, you oh no! There goes Blankenship. Yep. That's who I was hoping you'd take. That's who I was on taking. I thought uh, there are two teams ahead of me that need a kicker. He is not the next. He's the third projected kicker. I need a kicker. Rod, hot Rod is gonna fall to me. But no, we see you Kansas City's defense, and then Rodrigo Blankenship go next. Mars, Mars, who are you looking at this pick? Because you need to take a kicker. 
because you don't have a kicker on your roster. Oh, you need a absolutely. kicker. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. No, I'm taking I'm taking Matt Prater on this one um, because with Good Arizona, pick. he's yes. going to see a lot of extra points. And then he has set a leg that he can kick from long distance. If they can't ever set that up, he's, he's the best choice. Ooh. Good pick. All right, and that leaves me uh, just because I think that uh, his team is going to put up a lot of points. They have a really good offense. Uh, ooh, ooh, no matter what I do here, it's going to be a stack with one of my players, but it's all right. Uh, I, I think that they are going to put up enough points that it's not going to matter. Give me Jason Myers, kicker for the Seahawks. All right. So now we're we're provided grades for yep. our teams. And I am not too happy with my draft grade. I think that my draft grade should be higher, but also I think that uh, it's probably fair. It's a fair grade. Um, I want to hear what you guys. Yeah. So Joe, why don't you start off by? Telling I got a seventy-six got. out of a hundred. Wow, okay. Mm. Solid C uh, C plus there. Well done. I I got a eighty one right. out of hundred. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mars? Marston? You know an eighty one is great and seventy six, that's that's awesome. Marston now Tell me that they gave you a 100 for your Hunter Henry pick in the sixth round. Oh, I mean, I'm sure that they did. Uh, no, I got a, 50, a 56 out of 100. Um, yeah! <laughs> with Marston with two defenses and Hunter Henry in the sixth well, round. Well, here's the other thing. I think it's counting me off for some reason. For some reason, it didn't register one of my wide receivers um, on my team. It put him on the bench, and so... A little confused by that, but mm. what do you mean by way, that? I'm what just looking at my lineup here, and it has a wide receiver slot uh, blank, and oh. so I'm a little confused by that because I definitely—I mean, you heard me over and over again say I need to draft a wide receiver. I need to draft a wide receiver, but that's okay. Uh, I'm going to click on this projected standings thing and see what it does with Fantasy Pros because we are yeah. Fantasy Pros. I'm looking at and it, I'm, and I don't trust it either. <laughs> I'm assuming that it kind of lines up who will win the league, and uh, you know. We didn't do too hot as a, as a whole, uh, really. I did way worse than That's anybody, a... but... Yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. Um, so, we're looking at team 1, 2, 7, 4, and 3 finishing above us. And I, I am in 6th place. Joe is in ninth place, and Marston is in 10th place. 10th place. Way down there. Yeah, but looking at some of these teams, I think that we would finish better than them. I think so, but, too. You'll be happy to know that I came in first for quarterback and defenses, so there you go. It tells me, it tells me that... Uh, my reaches were Philip Lindsay in the tenth round, which I thought would be a reach, but I'm I'm betting big with him, and uh, the Ravens defense. They were, I, I'm guessing it's wanting me to take uh, someone else. I guess I'm not sure where it's wanting me to take. 
My fifth best position drafted was tight end, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> my, my tight end was first, my defense was fourth, and again, it's just a thing of personal preference with a lot of these things, um, but also... Uh, but yeah. it has my QB at ninth, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to shock the world. Uh, my wide receiver spot is pretty weak. I would probably make a few trades here and there. But I took the risk of drafting Travis Kelsey, uh, and that's a risky run. I think that it would pay off just because of how much of a positional advantage he is. All in all... I figure we all feel pretty good about ourselves and our drafts. Um, yeah, I think so. It's it's interesting. It's telling me it told me that I reached for Philip Lindsay, yeah. right? It's also telling me Philip Lindsay is the number one running back in our consensus sleeper <laughs> rankings. So I reached, but I picked their biggest sleeper. So it's definitely. I, I'm guessing what they're betting on is injuries as well. I bet they're betting on injuries or uh, Lindsey coming out and really shining above the rest of that ru- those running backs in that crowded Houston backfield. I just this is the last thing I'll say about the Hunter Henry pick because I will. I mean, unless someone takes him before me uh, when we actually do our draft, I probably will take Hunter Henry to, just because I have a good feeling about it, but not in mm. the not in the sixth round. Because they absolutely flamed me uh, in this reaches thing, uh, draft, Fantasy Pros did, by saying you drafted Hunter Henry in the sixth round, and then just puts a dash and says eight rounds earlier than he's ranked. And so... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so... But that, that's what it is. Mm. I got who I wanted, and I have a strong feeling I would not end up in 10th place. So... I have a strong feeling that I wouldn't finish in ninth place. I have a strong feeling I would finish first. There we go. And that's what you got to believe in. So thank you so much for listening to us over this over the course of this last 45 minutes, an hour of doing this fantasy mock draft. Uh, we hope this is getting you excited for fantasy football season. And again, find us on Twitter, DM us on Instagram, wherever you need to to make sure that you can get on a spot in our fantasy league. And according to fantasy pros, we're pretty easy to beat. So you know what? Go ahead and log on and you might just win. And that will bring us to the end of this uh, fantasy football mock draft segment. We will be right back on the Martian Sight Sports Podcast right after this. You love to hate them. It's time for another edition of Unpopular Sports Opinions. on the Martian Site Sports Podcast. That was fun, guys, doing that mock draft. Uh, I learned that I need to make some choices on my timing, but I think that the picks uh, the picks weren't so bad as just the timing on it. So that's why we do mock drafts. As you were saying, Josiah, it's a good thing to do before it's all said and done. But it is time for unpopular sports opinions. We are ready for this. And so here's mine. It's NBA-related. Here we go. I believe that next year, Billy Donovan will emerge as a front runner for Coach of the Year. Billy Donovan and the Chicago Bulls, and here's my reason why. For the first time in Billy Donovan's, really, his entire coaching career, he's been able to put together a team 
of players that came on the team besides, I mean, obviously there are some stars there. Zach Levine was there before and things like that. But it's his players. Uh, He has been able to be there and help build this team from the ground up. Vucevic came on when he was there. Lonzo and now DeMar DeRozan. All these players. And I think the space that they can take from where they were last season and the jump to this next season will be enough to jump them forward. Any thoughts on that? I could see it. Um, I think that they... uh... I don't know if Billy Donovan's a great coach, but if they jump up in a lot of wins, he could definitely emerge. Uh, look at Tom Thibodeau and, and Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder. Not saying that they're bad coaches, but when you jump up in a lot of wins, I mean, yeah, you, you tend to emerge as... Uh, Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan's another one. When you jump up in a lot of wins, you tend to emerge as a, as a front runner for Coach of the Year. So I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, I think that uh, there's definitely... Uh, increase in talent on that roster, and I think that, uh, I think that yeah, like like Ben was saying, jumping wins is a jump in the coach of the year race. So, uh, well, I'll just throw out there also. I think that Zach Levine's going to be pushing to be an All NBA player uh, this year uh, mm-hmm. to make one of those All NBA teams, and I think if that happens, that just adds to his resume all the more. All right, all right, and so my unpopular opinion this year, and it's never good to bet against this guy. So I know that going into it, um, but just maybe it's because I'm a little salty that I was ranked 10th in quarterbacks, uh, and one of the teams ahead of me, uh, their quarterback one is this guy, but... I don't see Tom Brady finishing as a top 10 fantasy quarterback mm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly give me the Buccaneers regressing a little bit. Um, mm. I still think they're going to win their division because their division is becoming one of the easiest divisions to win. I mean, you got the depleted Falcons, the depleted Panthers, and the depleted Saints. Um, but. I, I, I forgot to take Jameis Winston. <laughs> Jameis Winston. You forgot to draft Jameis Winston. You didn't draft Winston. I you forgot even, to draft goodness. Winston. You even named your team Team Crab Legs, and you forgot to draft Jameis Winston. I completely forgot to take Jameis Winston in the mock draft. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if we're going to see Tampa Bay as NFC champions this year. Um, I don't know if... Tom Brady, I mean, it could be it could be a little bit of a stretch, but I don't know if he's even like not saying he's not a top fifteen quarterback this season. I don't know if he's a top fifteen fantasy quarterback this season. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you're going, you're pulling a Max Kellerman and saying this is the year he falls off the cliff. It's gotta happen eventually, right? Surely it's gotta happen eventually. Um, it's what we said, said about Tim Duncan six team. years ago. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it for. It feels like 10 years now, but, I mean, you're 43 this year. Uh, Your receivers, you're depending on someone that (laughs) quite literally has CTE. uh, Yeah. Which, I mean, he's their wide receiver three, but, um, and then you have Mike Evans, who I don't see finishing with 1,000 yards this season. I think his... uh, since he's been in the league, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but since Mike Evans has been in the league, he's posted a thousand yards or more every single season. 
I think this is the first season he doesn't hit that. Uh, the only receiver that I see um, carrying him a little bit is Chris Godwin. Um, but I see everyone on that team taking a little bit of regret, taking yeah. a hit. Um, they still I have a that. top offensive line. Um, there's just so many mouths to feed, and that plays a part in it too, is like you're going to try to force the ball to some receivers where one of your other receivers is going to be open on a play. Um, or uh, you're going to stand too long trying to make something happen, and you're going to get sacked. Um, they're in an easy division, so I could see Tom having those six easy games uh, that he walks away with putting up inflated stats, but I don't know if I see them as uh, NFC champions this year, um, let alone Tom Brady posting another 40 touchdowns. You're definitely your aggress from 40 touchdowns last season. That's one thing that I can guarantee. Yeah, yeah I could see that. I That's totally. All right. Um, so I guess it's, it's my opinion now. Um, I think that right now I would say that baseball is third in in the major sports between you know football, basketball, baseball. I my unpopular opinion is that I think baseball is going to start bumping up in popularity due to some of the young guys that we've got playing right now. Um I think that Shohei Otani is magical. I think we've never seen something like Shohei in all of sports. Nothing. We've seen nothing like Shohei. I mean, he is a top 10 pitcher and a top 10 batter in the in the MLB. That'd be like taking somebody in football, putting them at quarterback, and they're a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, and they're uh, a top 10 safety or a top 10 linebacker. That's like taking somebody uh, in basketball and saying, they're the best center in the NBA, they're also the best point guard in the NBA. You know... And Jokic is, is like that in, in, in the NBA, but I mean, nobody would say that his ball distributing skills are above some of these other point guards, but uh, or his ball handling, or, or, or however you want to put it. But I think that because of guys like Shohei Otani, I think of Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, I think of um, some of the other young young guys around the league. I mean, there's so many. There's I'm going to miss one. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Is, is really fun to watch. Um, you know, and some of these young guys, I, I really think that it's going to start boosting in popularity. And I, I think that uh, Shohei Tan- Otani is really going to lead the way because even people who don't watch baseball and want nothing to do with it know who Shohei Otani is. You can't, at this point, you can't not know who Shohei Otani is. I mean, he's just, he's absolutely magical and we've never seen anything like it. Well, and there's been a battle for a while in Major League Baseball about is it a pitcher's league or is it a batter's league as far as who are the popular ones that people tune in to see. Um, I always get excited seeing incredible pitchers who just shut mm-hmm. uh, shut teams down. But the issue with that is they can't do it every night. They have to go in between. Yeah. And so you've got to have those batters that are great in there. But if you get a guy like Otani who can do both, it just it lights up the market because yeah. then every night you're seeing what did you do this time, what did you do this time. Um, but even then, you've got, I mean, there's some amazing batters and some amazing pitchers out there. Whether it is Tatis Jr. or, uh, I mean, we've talked for forever about Bryce Harper uh, as Bryce a guy Harper, yeah. just kinda, and Mike Trout as uh, batters mm-hmm. that are amazing. 
But what about guys like DeGrom, who's up in New York yep. with, the, uh, with the Mets right now? And so I would agree that there are so many players who are driving to the forefront of doing things that haven't been done mm-hmm. um, that I can see it getting a bump. Now, will it pass up the NBA and NFL? I'm not going to go that far, but I think it will see a bump, and it, it well, will become and, uh, I'll tell really you if, uh, the if, third major sport instead of one that's dying off. If the Less NFL, so if the NFL continues to penalize things like taunting or, or wearing the wrong color cleats, or it's going to start to. I mean, it's just taunting is what makes the NFL fun a lot of times, and we start to penalize that, and it's just. I mean, and that's the thing about the NBA too. We can't keep penalizing, and and the NBA started to lax on it a little bit, but it, it's still rough. But you know that's a fun thing about the MLB. There's, it's it's always a battle between pitcher and batter. There's always a oh I got you next time. Oh I got you. Uh, you know, and it's it's a constant. So I always thought baseball was really fun, and um, I'm I'm hoping that that it really starts to bump up. And I really do think Shohei Otani is going to lead the way. Hmm. I. Couldn't say you're wrong there. Joe, any thoughts on it? I know you're not the biggest baseball fan, but what yeah, do you got? Yeah, you guys didn't even mention guys like uh, Derek Jeter or Albert Pujols or Alex Rodriguez. You forgot a guy <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, those guys are, David Ortiz. They're really, yeah. really paving the way right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fielder, I mean, he could break a, he could break a few records before Ray he's Bruce. done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Really, though, one more thing, and then we'll move on, and we'll finish out this episode uh, just on a final note. But baseball still doesn't have a guy like Patrick Beverly. But like Patrick Beverly. Yeah, uh, you're correct. <laughs> These last five years were yours. These next five are mine. <laughs> oh, Pat. Oh, yeah, Pat. Play on get traded to five different teams by the end of those five years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but. All right, that wraps up our episode. We will need to talk about Patrick Beverly on our next one, so be staying tuned to the Marston Site Sports Podcast. Again, find us, sign up for our fantasy league, and make sure that you subscribe and like uh, our podcast episodes so we can get the word out. Guys, any last thoughts? Stay fresh. Go Chiefs. All right, stay safe out there, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Marston Sipes Sports Podcast featuring Yeach. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show on the streaming platform of your choice.